opportunistic because government has set out a framework, a budget framework for the next five years, in fact, for the next three years, starting from uh, 2021. They call it a fiscal consolidation. Mm. In fiscal consolidation, what uh, basically uh, they are moving from is a premise that there is what they call the fiscal risks, fiscal unsustainability, and as a result of that, the, because of that, uh, you have debt, level, debt levels which are very high, and government would have to contain them. To contain them, they propose a number of ways, and one of those ways is to cut public sector expenditure bills for the state corporations, such as the ESCOM transmit, but also, secondly, for the public service, such as the public sector, public service institutions, such as schools, uh, clinics, and hospitals. So we think that Godongwana's speech today, the, the, the policy statement would really reflect this particular trajectory, the trajectory of defunding state-owned enterprises, the trajectory of defunding public institutions. At the time, when we are faced with infrastructure that grew up in schools and hospitals, at the time when your stations do not have equipment, your schools do mm. not have internet access, both for administrative, but also for, uh, for teaching and learning purposes. When, at the time where the police service, the education sector, and the health sector are understaffed, including correctional, traffic, and even the social development, all of these departments are understaffed. Mm. We actually should be having an expansionary mode of the budget so yes. that we can be able, first and foremost, to ensure that we deal with the infrastructure backlog. But secondly, we are able to increase the headcount in the public service mm-hmm. so that our people can be able to get yes. adequate services. Because mm-hmm. lack of adequate services mainly comes from these uh, uh, issues where you do not have uh, adequate equipment, infrastructure, and yes. you have understaffed. Now we understand that the public sector is a very broad term because it consists of teachers, policemen and everybody else. But there's a perceived bloated political administration. And the question then would be asked, why should we then even consider an increase for the public sector? There is what? There is, there's a perceived bloated political administration that includes that public sector. So why should we then consider that increase for the public sector? I'm not sure I understand when you say bloated public sector. However, what I know is that uh, these people cry about bloated uh, fiscal. Uh, and if we are uh, bloated of the public sector refers to the inability, the, the corruption in the public sector and all that, uh, my view would be that, you know, corruption in the public sector in particular is uh, mainly committed by a crop of those who are tasked with the responsibility to run the state institutions, state corporations. The working force would merely uh, not perform in accordance with the standards that people would be looking for because of a number of uh, factors. One of those would be the incompetence and mismanagement, which mm. is committed by the people tasked to run such particular institutions. For instance, in schools, 
many schools will perform better. Yes. There will be this or that school that does not perform better. But if you go look at that, you find that the principal, uh, the second managers, uh, the district managers are actually in that particular district not actually having proper uh, mechanisms, proper uh, 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 ways in place in which they would be able to assist. In most instances, you find that these people are not even doing their job. If workers, teachers in particular, for instance, in the case of the of the schools, if if teachers were to get the proper management that uh, first and foremost mm-hmm. gives them the courage but also the resources to perform the tasks, they will do that, and we've seen them in various schools. So the, the problem for us, and especially in the in in, in, accord, in according to us as SAFTU, the problem lies with making resources available for the public sector, making resources available for the for the public institutions. For instance, a cousin of mine was um, hospitalized, and the, the nurses had to make concoctions because the hospital had suddenly ran out of trauma uh, painkillers, so they, they only had paracetamols. So this particular is to adapt to make concoctions mm. of paracetamols to give so, this patient. So, 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 so Mr. Shaku, yes, but so, 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 so Mr. Shaku, just briefly then, what do you think there needs to be done to ensure that the public sector wages are budgeted for sufficiently, not for the politicians, but for the public service specifically? Indeed, indeed. The, the public sector, and this is where the distinction media must make here now, the distinction is that in the public sector, there are different uh, sections, and the, the politicians are called the public office bearers. The public servants are the teachers, the nurses, the correctional service officers, the police, and the social uh, workers in the social development and other public servants. So these are the people we are saying they must be budgeted for, because these are people who are responsible to deliver the services to the people. Mm. These are people and the institutions which are responsible to ensure that they deliver the adequate services. So when we say they must be budgeted for adequately, is because the public service is understaffed. The police are understaffed. Educators are understaffed. Yes. Correctional officers are understaffed. There and we agree. If you have a little public sector wage bill, then you are reducing the headcount. When you, you properly budget for it, then the number of educators Mm -hmm. and other public servants increase in the public sector.